0: We all know that we should live in a way as to not get something out of life but to give something to life. As always, for tuning in to the Essential Podcast, this is Tommy Barco here again with you. And today, we're going to explore a little bit of our proprietary process here, what we call the Essential Formula. And we've been cycling through the form in formula this whole season. The reminder here for those who don't know, the F O R M in formula is an acronym. The F is for family and faith. The O is for occupation or purpose. And the R is recreation or fun. And today we're going to kind of zoom in on to the O, the occupation and purpose, and give you three keys on how to help identify that purpose. It's a common question that we get or help people explore, I should say. And Matt's here to help us kind of unpack this and talk about it a little bit. What's going on, man? Not much, Tommy. Excited to talk about this
1: particular podcast and purpose, and I think the timing is probably just about perfect. Last year we did a podcast on gratitude and goals about this time right around Thanksgiving. And being that we are in the greatest country on earth and have a lot to be thankful for, I think this is very timely for the
0: uh, holiday season that we're coming into. You are exactly right, Matt. There are many times where we all wonder what it's really all about. And there's a lot of philosophy around this, and we won't get into that. But there's unique things here that most people don't consider until we start engaging with them and talking about our process and saying, you know, hey, you're coming in maybe for wealth management or, we've, you know, reviewing a portfolio. And, you know, this is just a means to an end. What really matters, and this is what we never want to lose sight of, is those first three, you know, family, occupation, recreation, the M, I don't know if I said it earlier, Inform is the money, right? It's the tool. It's the how, it's not the why. And in that conversation, we're either talking with people who are currently completely engaged in something that they're extremely passionate about. And that's rare that your occupation is your calling or is part of what you think would be your purpose. And we're blessed to feel like that what we do is part of our purpose. But some people, their occupation, is just a tool as well. It's just a means to an end, or maybe it's a step to their purpose. So that's why we kind of zoom out a little bit from occupation and include purpose in there too. And then we have people that we work with that are already work optional. And part of being work optional is that they get to work because they want to, not because they have to. And that work is not always for money. As we've discussed before, it can be working with a nonprofit, it can be mentoring, it can be spending time with kids. Raising cattle, agriculture—I mean, all kinds of things you can apply yourself to and stay active and busy, but also make a contribution to society. So, how do you identify what it's really all about? And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'll give you three keys, questions, if you will, to ask yourself. And I think this is very insightful and will hopefully help everybody, no matter where you are. So, Matt, we all have to eat. We all have to pay the bills. We all have to put gas in the car, et cetera. So what we're going to do is take that part of the conversation and just set it to the side for now. And let's talk about purpose, identity, what it's really all about. And the first thing is listen to your life. So take a minute, look back over your life, and look for a thread, kind of a connection, what dots have been connected, maybe a reoccurring theme. And think about that in context of this question, and this is number one, what do you love to do? So what you'll find if you could do this in a moment that's quiet and kind of a contemplative moment, you'll see patterns in your life, these things that have come up again and again, things that gave you peace, what kind of things give you satisfaction, what kind of things did you do that you, when you did them you felt like you really mattered or they really mattered, what were you a part of that made you feel like it was something much bigger than you, a good place to start here could be with hobbies, things that you're just excited to do, and then see if there's more there to that. And when you see these patterns come up again and again, it's easier to identify that this is something that you love to do, and maybe there's something to build around that that would be part of your purpose, part of your calling. So my wife
1: really likes uh, talking to and learning the story of people from you know the older generation or or what they would call the greatest generation and I'm wondering I know she hasn't done anything outside of talking to friends and family members and, and people that you know she might meet on a plane or something like that when she travels for work but I'm wondering if that is a place for her to find you know a little bit of purpose because it's something she loves to do when she can
0: you know I think there may be something there it definitely is worth exploring and that's you know where we're going with this question is it's something that gives her satisfaction that she's very interested in something that she really enjoys and loves to do but it's also something that can matter to somebody besides her so she can look at that and build around it to see if that's part of her identity part of what this is all about for her and how it can impact things and people you know society, culture, whatever an individual beyond just herself so we're not all trying to change the world here but just like any other thing that really matters everybody contributing one small point, one small percent, and it just leads to a much better outcome. And the second thing is something to consider in context of the first. So we talked about love. You know, what do you love to do? The second would be anger, right? The contrast there. And the question is, what angers you? And so to be fully fair here, this is not uh, something that's petty that, you know, things that happen that offend you or That frustrate you or make you angry. Yeah, doing a little uh, study on uh, anger right now actually, and it's like you know, not everybody has an anger management problem, but everybody from time to time has problems managing their anger, and that's not what we're talking about here. For this, in light of your purpose, you know what this is all about. Your identity. It's what's an injustice that really just sickens you or bothers you, sticks with you, angers you, the kind of this righteous indignation you know maybe it's an area of lack or an unmet need, kind of this divine anger you, know, you, you see it and you're like, man somebody should fix that and maybe it's loneliness in this older generation you know in your example with with your wife if you can identify something that you just can't shake that angers you, then maybe you're the one, that should fix that. If the question is, man, this is really an injustice and it angers me. Somebody should fix that. Well, maybe you're that somebody and you can play a part in that. And, you know, we had a previous podcast with Brian Russo. He's the founder and executive director of iHeartworld. world. Strongly encourage you to go back and listen to that one if you didn't, but that's what happened with him and his wife. You know, they had this, just this continual bother by human trafficking and the slavery that still exists today. And they started making, what, what can we do? And they started making handbags to sell, to give money to organizations to try to raise awareness. And that has ultimately led them to a place where they're actually in the trenches and they're, you know, rescuing and helping and working with law enforcement and all kinds of stuff. So that's just one example. And again, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be something you love. And then in context, you can shape that through maybe this other question of what angers you what this kind of this divine anger that you can gar- grab a hold of and and set something right that's wrong in the world. Well, and this one makes a lot of sense Tommy cuz I think about there's
1: probably a lot of people I think about how organizations were started. You talked about iHeartWorld. Mhm. I would talk about maybe the ASPCA which is the animal shelter here locally. I'm pretty sure they're national now, but at some point someone mm-hmm. said I'm tired of people just leaving their dogs or puppies or kittens or whatever out on the street and I need to do something about it. So this one makes a lot of sense and I think can really help drive that purpose that we're kind of going towards.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. So we've got love. What do you love? We've got anger, you know, what makes you angry? And then the third is curiosity, you know, look, evaluate your curiosity, follow even that curiosity. And here's the question, what vision of the future makes you the most curious? So looking forward, you know, what is it that you would want to most know more about? Is there something, some issue? Maybe it's something heavy, like we talked about human trafficking. Or maybe it's, you know, veterans or animals. You know, all these things we mentioned, human trafficking. Or, you know, you you come up with your own. Or maybe it is more trivial, if you will. And it's something that you're just interested in. You know, technology or uh, some other hobby. Something that you can really learn more about and be curious about and another way to again kind of frame this and this works in a lot of ways is to say what how do you see if you identify something that you'd like to learn more about or maybe somewhere you'd like to position yourself you know this curiosity when you position yourself to explore it try to fast forward beyond six months go all the way to five years how would my life look if i applied it in that way five years from now what kind of energy would I have? What kind of fulfillment would it bring? What could I envision accomplishing? And you know, what would it cost me? All those things. Because we can all do anything for six months, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if it's terrible. <laughs> a workout, a diet, a terrible job, you know, a hobby, starting to learn to play guitar, whatever. You can do it. You can play with it. You can try to figure it out for six months. It's when you go beyond that. Is it sustainable? Is it fulfilling? Does it bring... These kind of com- this kind of completeness and sense of purpose to you, and all those things that we've talked about already. So, follow your curiosity is key. Most great things that were done are the result of curiosity. Right, writing a book, starting a business. You know, what would it look like if I had a financial firm that took these complex issues and tried to simplify them for people, help them understand them, empower them to live their lives, and let them know that they can rest and enjoy and focus on what matters you know that's that's where you you know where our firm was kind of born from that premise a new way to do this and you know again we're not reinventing anything it's very rare that that occurs but that's where books come from you know exploring the subject and curiosity what would this look like and so on so it may be curiosity maybe love maybe anger maybe that all three of those kind of come together and help you filter out something that's unique and specific for you but I think these are all great questions and a really, really good place to start. Yeah,
1: Tommy, I think going back to the curiosity uh, piece, uh, I could see myself right now. I'm, I'm a very big history fan, specifically military history. That's just what I've always been attracted to. But, you know, maybe I combine my curiosity and the wife's love for talking to the greatest generation and maybe catalog or or do some interviews with you know veterans or veterans yeah. families and kind of get their story out which would probably be actually a pretty cool youtube series so i'm going to have to i'm going to have to think on that you've really sparked my curiosity here
0: yeah that's awesome well we all know that we should live in a way as to not get something out of life but to give something to life and if we do that we also get something in return right it's the whole sowing and reaping. And we understand that there's this, this bigger calling purpose and kind of cadence within the fabric of our, our world from creation to, to date and to kind of find where you fit and get in sync with that rhythm and what you're really called to do, what your purpose is, is probably the most important thing, if not one of the most important things. And we look at it sometimes a little more granular based on you know somebody that is shifting into work optional and they're trying to identify what they can do but sometimes it's somebody that's stuck in this what they feel like is a rut and they're just looking for the next season or stage they, they've checked some boxes and they're wanting to say you know what's this really all about what's next and then all this can shape your financial plan and you know kind of coming back to that what does this have to do with barco financial and what you guys do but all these things work together and when we do them in context of that big picture and purpose being one of those driving factors, you know, it, it really brings it all to life. So I'll finish with kind of a final point here, and I thought this was really cool. It's that if you can look at the thing that is both exhausting and exhilarating for you to be a part of, somewhere in between those two and within that is probably where your purpose lies. And it's that waking up and saying, man, I get to do this. And again, take aside the, I've got to get, what wakes you up in the morning? At, well, going to work or the kids or the dog, set that to the side and then look at it on the spiritual level on the soul level and say, you know, what is it that you wake up and say, man, I get to do this. And that's going to be something in that tension of both exhausting and exhilarating. So I hope this was helpful and interesting for you. I enjoyed kind of exploring this topic and it's really a fulfilling part of what we do. It's something I constantly explore for myself. If you'd like to talk more about it, feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to connect. But if not, until next time, I look forward to bringing you another podcast and keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music here. And as always, we appreciate you tuning into the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, and advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.,